welcome to the Girl Tries Life podcast, where we show you that women are capable of achieving incredible things when they've got the tools and strategies in place. My name is Victoria Smith. I am a stress reduction coach who is all about helping women decrease their stress so that they can actually enjoy their daily lives. Now, today on the podcast is a really important topic, but it's a little bit heavy. We're going to be talking about forgiveness today. But before we get into that, the Girl Tries Life podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, which is powered by ATB. Now, the thing that I'm going to keep telling you about for ATB for a little while is their ATBX Small Business Accelerator Program. I'm so honored to be one of the businesses going through this cohort. Uh, I think we're in the sixth cohort, so they've had over 100 businesses that have really been launched and accelerated by them. And I'm just blown away at all the resources and wisdom and knowledge that they are pouring into us for free. I, you know, I'm going to weekly learning sessions every other week. We've got um, a touch base with founders groups. So all the other people that are in the program, we sort of bounce and brainstorm ideas that are that we're being challenged with. We also have an ATP staff member who is our touch point to keep us accountable for the goals that we're setting. And I really can't underplay, overplay? I really can't overplay how much I, like I already know that in the space of 10 weeks, my business is going to go further than I would have in probably double what I would have in 10 weeks on my own, possibly more than double. Well, I will only be able to say by the end of it. But if you are a small business owner in Calgary, I believe they're expanding to Edmonton, but double check on that. But if you are a small business owner in Calgary, it doesn't matter if you're like just starting up today or if you've been going for a little while, but if you feel that you really need that focus and those foundational skills and that boost, I really highly recommend that you check out ATBX. So so you can find that at atb.com forward slash ATBX and all the information will be there. It's truly an incredible program. Now, I do want to give a little bit of a shout out to one of the Alberta Podcast Network members. Guys, whether you like it or not, uh, elections are coming in Alberta. (laughs) So if you are wanting to get a little bit more well-versed on the issues at play with the various parties, then I highly recommend that you check out the Dave Berta podcast. So Dave Cornoyer and Ryan Haseman talk uh, politics, policy, and events from an Edmontonian, Albertan, and Canadian perspective. So I will link to their podcast in the show notes. So it'll be at girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast forward slash 101 because we're on episode 101. And just uh, I wanted to give a big shout out, big thank you to everyone who celebrated my 100th episode with me. I was very, very excited. Now we are going with our giveaway of uh, 100 minute coaching sessions for three individuals, stress reduction coaching sessions. We are going with this giveaway until we reach 1500 entries. So again, I will link to that in today's show notes. So whether it's for yourself, whether it's for uh, someone that you know who would really appreciate it or sharing it with someone who in your life who needs a little less stress, then check it out, girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast forward slash 101. And I'll actually include the link to in the description box of wherever you are seeing this podcast. You can find more information also over at my Instagram, which is Stressless Ladies. Okay, let's get into it. So I've wanted to talk about forgiveness on the podcast for a while now, and I've I've touched on it at different points, but we've never really done a deep dive. And, you know, let's be really honest, forgiveness requires more than lip service. So we're going deep today. I always think it's 
helpful to start with definitions because I think so many of us get really caught up on on the words and I think we sometimes think we know what words mean and we really don't and I'm not saying that in a like we're not intelligent way I am saying that in a we get very used to words having certain meanings and over time culturally they take on different meanings so let's clarify forgive it's a verb And the definition is stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense, flaw, or mistake. So that's the core definition. I think the really important thing to notice here is that it doesn't say that you have to absolve the person. You don't have to reconcile with that person. That is not in the definition. Forgive. And yet somewhere along the way, forgiveness has morphed into feeling or believing that to forgive, you have to absolve the wrongdoer of their guilt and be fine with them. And I read a really great article by Psychology Today, which helped me crystallize the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. So forgiveness is an inner quality. We are motivated to forgive, stop feeling angry or resentful, for our own peace of mind and mental health. Reconciliation is an outward quality, We take steps to negotiate a future relationship. An apology might be made by the wrongdoer. We determine boundaries for the new relationship and amends are made. So that blew my mind because, again, I've always heard people talk about how forgiveness is about you, but this really clarified it for me. I'm a words person, so seeing the definition of forgiveness versus reconciliation, it made so much more sense to me. And perhaps to clarify a little bit more, here's what forgiveness is not. Forgiveness is not saying that the other person's actions are okay. Forgiveness does not mean that you have to have that person in your life. Forgiveness doesn't mean that you'll never feel hurt again. It's not a magic pill. Forgiveness doesn't mean that you won't forget what has happened to you. What forgiveness is, is forgiveness is about you. So with that core definition and difference in mind, I want to dive into questions that uh, you all sent in. So big thank you for doing so. If you're new to the podcast, just a shout out that I am trying this new format where I, a couple weeks in advance, will put out the topic that I want to discuss in the next podcast episode in the Insta stories, in the little question box thing. So if you follow me on Instagram at stresslessladies, then you can be part of it and have your question answered too. So big shout out to the lovely ladies who sent in their questions. So the first one, how do I forgive people who put me in an unforgivable position? My parents put me between them during their divorce and I know things that I shouldn't as a daughter. Woof. I I say that because I could have written this question. And when I read it, I wanted to say, word girl, I am an adult child of divorce and I know many things that I wish I did not. So whether it's this exact situation or it's some other situation that you deem unforgivable, I would ask from the start, is this about forgiveness or reconciliation? Now I'm going to make an assumption that it's about reconciliation because I think that's likely likely where the pressure is stemming from. Um, One or both of the parents probably wants you to move on and They want to apologize so that you can move forward with your relationship with them. Um, If I'm wrong on this, uh, DM me or email me so that we can chat offline. Now, before reconciliation can happen, forgiveness has to happen. 
and forgiveness is all about you. So I have people in my life whom I have forgiven, but I have not reconciled with. When I think of the people who have repeatedly done me wrong, who I don't believe deserve reconciliation, I can still forgive them for different reasons. One of the main reasons that I can forgive them is because I truly believe what you get from people is what they are capable of giving. Now, I see that statement as an average for their behavior. Everyone has a bad day, so you might get a day of their bad behavior, but if you continually get bad, hurtful, harmful behavior from them, then that's who they are and what they're capable of giving you. So when it comes to our relationship with our parents, they are who they are, and what they're giving you is what they're capable of. Now, believe me, I believe change is possible. I wouldn't be a coach if I didn't, but People have to want to change and do the work to make the change. If they don't want to and won't do the work, then that's what they're capable of. And at first that used to sound harsh to me. I thought, how can you say that this piss poor behavior that I'm getting is all that this person is capable of? But when I look back at all our interactions, when I ran the data of my experiences with them, it was true. There might have been moments of good, but the net relationship was negative for me And the person was unable and unwilling to change. And so that's what they are capable of. So in this particular situation with your parents, I think you have to look at the average of your relationship with them. Was the average of your relationship pre the trauma of the divorce, was that positive? And if that was, then you've got to kind of decide for yourself, A, are you going to forgive um, for yourself? And B, do you want to reconcile? Um, you know, I have a parent from my divorce who I have not, uh, from my parents' divorce who I have not reconciled with, um, but I've forgiven because forgiveness is about me. So, I mean, you could deep dive into why people do the things that they do, their history, their own traumas, but I think that muddies the water and perhaps causes you some more unnecessary stress. So when I realize that the behavior that I'm getting from someone is all that they're capable of, it really helps me to forgive for my own sanity. And instead of constantly having conversations with this person in my head or preparing my words for the next interaction, over time, I can get to the point where I can say, that's who they are. And I repeat, you do not have to reconcile with that person if that's not emotionally, mentally, or physically safe for you to do so. First comes forgiveness for you to be able to let it go for yourself. And once you get there, it's up to you if you want to reconcile or not. But to reconcile, you have to have clear terms. Do you need an apology? Do certain amends need to be made? Do you need, and in all likelihood, I'm going to recommend this from the get-go, do you need to redraw the boundaries of your future relationship? So if you're still struggling to forgive, remember, definition is the stop feeling angry or resentful, then I really recommend counseling. Even just in just a couple of sessions, a trained counselor or a psychologist should be able to give you strong tools and strategies to move forward. So really, thank you so much for your question. I wish you all the best. And I I hear you, girl. Um, There is another side to this. I promise you will get there. The next question, I forgive before I'm ready because I feel that I need to, but the issues always come back up. How do I change this? So I would say you probably reconcile before you're ready to. 
and perhaps you haven't even forgiven in the first place. So as with the previous question that we had, you've got to get to a solid place of forgiveness first. If you are reconciling with them too early, perhaps give the person a clear boundary of time for you to process and tell them that you'll reconvene at that point to discuss if there is going to be a future relationship. Or you can simply say, I just need some time. Please give me the space to figure out how I feel. A lot of this will depend on what the issues are that keep coming back up. If this person is toxic, if they constantly hurt you, harm you, make you feel less than or lie to you, then I hate to say it, but the writing is on the wall. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have zero relationship with them going forward. Again, I don't know the exact circumstance. What it can mean is that you firmly redraw the boundaries of your relationship. So perhaps going forward, you don't discuss that topic that continually upsets you or you stop doing a certain activity together. What I'm going to suggest right away is that I will point you back to a recent coaching episode that we did on boundaries. If you're struggling to figure out how to, what boundaries can look like for you and how to actually draw them. So again, go to show notes for today, girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast forward slash one zero one, find your question, and then you'll find the link to boundaries. Next question is how do you forgive when you don't know why something happened in the first place? This is a hard one because innately we want to rationalize why someone has treated us a certain way. We would never behave that way, right? So why would they? What have we done to deserve this behavior? And the hard truth of it is that if you don't know now, then you likely won't ever know. And that sucks. And I'm really sorry for you. Now, for most of us, we find it far more helpful to have things wrapped up in a bow, even if that bow is messy and painful. We, we want to know why. The sticking point will be if you decide that you want to reconcile with that person. If you want to move forward, you're going to need to know what happened. And it's on that person. If they don't come to the table and tell you, then you won't be able to trust them and you won't truly be able to reconcile. Now, if this is not about reconciliation, then you have to remind yourself that forgiveness is about you. It's about your heart. And as cheesy and as trite as it sounds, passing time will help. And depending on the hurt, it might take years, but you eventually will be able to let go if you want to. We can control our thoughts, but our feelings, they can be a challenge. And other intrusive thoughts might come in when you're trying to change up a brain pattern, but you can get in the driver's seat, get in the driver's seat and start rewiring your brain. The more you sit in the past, the more easily your mind goes there. The more you make peace, the more easily your mind will move on. It's hard work, but it is worthy work. So the next question is, I feel like I can't forgive. How do I let go of the pain? Then you might not like my answer here but you can forgive someone if you really want to. And I say this because I don't know if anyone is watching um, Dirty John on Netflix right now. It's based on a true story. I am just watching it with my husband. He followed the entire um, podcast on it. So true, true story. But one of the individuals in this experience of you know it's a con man that does you know terrible things to this woman but one of the characters real life individuals um her daughter was murdered by her son-in-law and she forgave him and she forgave him 
you know, she said it was, she hated what he had done. Hated it. But she could forgive him. And it's not super common, but there are circumstances of people who are able to forgive the murderers of their loved ones. So if they can do it, it is possible. And I hate saying this because I feel your pain. I have been there. I've been in the place where I thought I would hate a certain person forever. That what they'd done to me was beyond repair. But as time goes on, as you reach out for help, as you surround yourself with community and projects and progress, you will find that what's beyond repair might be the relationship, but you, you are capable of repair. You might always be a little dented, but a dented car can still drive. Now the tangibles I want to give you, I want to give you something really tangible. Focus on gratitude. Surround yourself with loving people. Get rid of toxic people, or at least put up firm, firm boundaries and take a break. Focus on projects that you enjoy. Move your body. Get out into nature. None of these things in isolation is going to be the golden ticket, but in combination, they are very powerful. And doing all of those things, doing those things will allow time to pass so that the wound is not so fresh. So thank you for your question. The last question we're tackling today is how do I forgive myself? Now, this is a really interesting question because I think it highlights a double standard that we have in our minds. So first off, why do we often struggle to forgive ourselves in the first place? Because we don't believe that we've met the standard of forgiveness. We beat ourselves up for what we did or didn't do without really diving into the steps to move forward. Now, whenever I have a client who's in this situation, I ask them to tell me who their best friend is. And whoever they name, I ask my client what they would say if it was their best friend telling them the same thing. And inevitably, they would never dream of talking to their friend that way. They would tell their friend not to beat themselves up, to give themselves grace, and to move forward. So we need to start talking to ourselves the way that we would a loved one, because loving ourselves is a necessary step to a fulfilled life. And you are capable of it, even if you don't think you are. So as an action item, if you are struggling to forgive yourself for anything, I want you to grab a pen and paper. That hand to paper motion is very helpful compared to typing. And I want you to write down 10 reasons or examples of you being a good person, doing good things, being worthy of forgiveness. Now, depending on how dark a place you're in, that might take a while, but you will get there. Because you wouldn't be listening to this if you weren't a good person who had done good things. You wouldn't. You just wouldn't. So I know this. The magnitude of the good deed doesn't matter. Just write it down. And there you go. You've got empirical evidence that you are worthy of forgiveness. You just have to get to the point of believing it. So read it again and again and again until you rewire your brain into self-forgiveness. So thank you so much for these questions, ladies. They are, like I said, it's a harder topic today. It's definitely um, some intense subject matter, but it's so critical. It is so critical to us having a less stressful life. Um, 
when we can't forgive others or forgive ourselves, that's just this toxic bubble that like sits around us and we don't ever leave it. So it's, um, I'm really grateful that you sent these in and I really hope they're helpful. So if they are, you know, drop me a DM on Instagram or send me an email, let me know. I would, I would love to hear if it's been helpful for you at all. Now, finally, before we wrap up, I just want to give a shout out that that again, if you found this session really helpful, this topic of forgiveness, maybe you might be interested in a 100-minute stress reduction coaching session. So if you are, head to the show notes because again, the contest is going to be open. Contest giveaway is going to be open until we get 1,500 entries. That sounds like a lot. I get it. But if you do all the four or five things, whatever it is, to get entries, you get 11 points basically. So it is far fewer people than you actually think going into it if you do all the things. So make sure to enter the giveaway. Um, share it with your the girlfriends in your life who you think could be really benefit from it as well. Remember, I coach all around the world. It's done over Google Hangouts or Skype or whatever. So um, or the or by phone or whatever. So where you're located is not an issue. It's about whether or not you have a stressful life and you would like to actually start enjoying it a little bit more because that is what we are going to tackle in those sessions. So to enter that giveaway, you go to girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast forward slash 100 is where uh, the Rafflecopter giveaway link is. And I will also include it in the description of wherever you're listening to this podcast. So thank you so much for joining me today. Next week on the podcast, we have a really exciting guest. We are going to be joined by astronaut Abby. So if you haven't heard of Abby, I was a big fan of the Mars Generation documentary that was on Netflix. And this young woman in her early 20s has this passion and vision to be one of the first people to be on the first mission to Mars, to actually set foot on Mars. And I tell you, she has achieved so much in her life and she's so, so young, Um, but but together, she and I talk about how you handle things that are outside of your control, like whether or not, you know, the government, environment, all those things, whether or not she'll actually get to space, how you deal with fear, how you, you know, how you actually keep focused when your goal is so long distance. It's it's a really interesting interview. And she's such a fabulous young woman. And I think you'll get a lot out of it. Her life experience and her advice is solid, no matter what that big goal, big dream of yours is. So I hope you tune in. I think you're going to really enjoy it. Okay, have a fantastic week, and I can't wait to speak to you next week. 